0: Welcome to Grace and Glory, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues his series on the pastoral epistles of St. Paul with part one of a two-part message entitled, The Church Apostasy. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2 Timothy, chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. Apostasy, sir. Please give attention Listening means hear and do the will of God. That's what listening means. So, we are going to speak about church apostasy. Every true church will have people who become apostates in due time because they are the third soil people in due time. They will go away to sin. To their heart's content. Saint Paul in 2 Timothy two twenty four through 26 told us. That a holy pastor. In meekness teach and correct. Those who oppose God and his gospel. Hoping perhaps. God will grant them repentance. That they come to their senses. Believe the truth of the gospel and escape the trap of the devil to which they are taken alive are slaves to do the will of the devil. Now, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 1 through 9, St. Paul warns Timothy about what will happen in the churches in the future. The false believers in God's true church will become apostate to practice antinomianism in its multifaceted immorality. There are 21 aspects of this immorality. Let us briefly talk about each one. Those who practice immorality and refuse to repent must be put out From Christ's holy church they are given over to the devil. Timothy is commanded by Paul to understand a truth that was revealed to the apostle. Timothy must not forget this truth that in the last days there shall surely come terrible times for the true believers in Jesus Christ. And the wicked people on television tells you you will have money. You have wealth. These are demon possessed people. The last days is the period of time between the first and second comings of Christ. Therefore, last days are also now. See, important, sir. If you want theology, it is now, sir. Apostasy existed in the church in its entire history. And John says in 2nd John 18 and 19, dear children, this is the last hour. And you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. The devil opposes viciously the church that Christ builds he opposes the true believers yet the devil cannot destroy them or the church Christ builds the false believers in due time become apostate and leave or be expelled from Christ's holy church and they go to the church of Satan seeker friendly whose children they are They are the brood of vipers. They had confessed Jesus is Lord. Yet they violate this confession in due time. To practice worldliness and lawlessness. So men will become. That is certain people of God's church will become. They are the unregenerate. They will become evil. St Paul says in First Timothy four, the Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared with a hot iron. Jesus said, Matthew 24:10 through 13, at that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness. The love of most will grow cold, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. In other words, every person in the church is not saved. And Peter said in 2nd Peter 3 verse 3. First of all you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come. Scoffing and following their own evil desires. Every cult and every philosophy and every religion that preaches a salvation. Outside of the person and work of Jesus Christ is devilish and a lie. These people, listen, can be compared to the clay vessels of dishonor containing filth. Bad tree produces bad fruits by their fruit. You shall know them, Jesus said. So, 21 things. First, lovers of selves, fill out toy. I. I love myself. Jesus said, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. This is the sum of God's commandments. False believers hates God and God's people. He hates the Bible and pastors who preach the word. He is self-centered and self-pleasing. He demands others to do his bidding. And he will give you $2. I don't want your $2. He is a slave of the devil whom he obeys fully daily. He says no to God and yes to the devil. I love myself is the modern western secular philosophy. I love myself. I worship myself. I do all that to make me happy. This philosophy is the key to the rest of the marks of his apostasy. Therefore, number two, lovers of money, Phil Arguroi. Literally, lovers of silver. Lovers of money, sir. I love money because I can buy stuff that will make me happy. Jesus said, you cannot serve God and money. But I don't believe Jesus because money makes me happy. Money is my God. It enables me to eat and drink and enjoy all the pleasures of sin before I die. More money means greater happiness. Oh, I know what Jesus said. What does it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? And I know what Jesus said, blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. In Luke 12, 15, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Luke 12 again, but God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? That's what Nabal the fool did. And he was killed by God. They say Jesus was the happiest person who had no money. But I want to be like Balaam. Like Nabal who made a lot of money. I want to be like Achan who stole money and was rich. I want to be like Judas who sold Jesus and made money. They tell me they all died. But I argue that they lived happy lives while they lived. And I say, everybody dies. Let us make money while we live and feel happy. Yes, I am aware of what Paul said. In First Timothy 6 and verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered away from the faith. I have seen many people doing that. Wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves. They crucified themselves with many griefs. It is the price you pay for happiness. You may ask, what must one do to be saved? The devil's answer is make a lot of money by any means. Remember the happy rich man of Luke 16? He died and joined the devil in hell to experience torment, agony, and fire. Number three, boastful sir, alazones. The rich uses their money to become powerful. The rich and powerful are proud and arrogant. They are self-sufficient. They have no need for God. They give parties daily and boast about their wealth. St. John says in 1 John 2, Do not love the world or anything else in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, The lust of the flesh, that is cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of things, what he has and does, comes not from the Father but from the world. The world and its desires, lust, pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. How do you like that, sir? People who are ungodly boast about their wealth, their beauty, their intellect, their pedigree, and their power. Ezekiel 28.17 your heart became proud on account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor so I threw you to the earth speaking about the devil Lucifer became the devil by his pride well I want to see a proud man I want to ask this question for who makes you different from anyone else Ask yourself, what do you have that you did not receive? The answer is nothing. And if you did receive it from God, why do you boast as though you did not? Number four, proud. A proud person denies God who is personal and infinite creator, sustainer, ruler of all and redeemer of his elect. A creature dies at the sight of this God. This God opposes the proud in the church. He gives grace to the humble. The proud Pharisee who trusted in his righteousness to save him went home condemned. The publican who trusted in God's mercy went home justified. Friends, pride is the sin that made Lucifer the devil I have seen several people who destroyed themselves by the sin of pride. Pride goes before the fall. And God gives grace to the humble. Proud people have exaggerated opinions of themselves and their achievements. And read Luke one fifty one and 52. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble. Are you proud? Very arrogant? You have two dollars? PhDs? You look beautiful? The proud will never believe in Jesus who will judge them and send them to hell. Number five, blasphemous, blasphemy. Blasphemous. The blasphemers speak against the holy God and his holy people. In the garden of Eden the devil spoke against God to Adam and Eve. And he said you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it your eyes will be opened and you will be God. Saul of Tarsus before his conversion blasphemed Jesus. He says even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man. I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. He knows you sir. You don't have to have a lot of money to be arrogant. First Timothy one twenty: among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. God and God's people and God's word. That's the culture in which we live. Blaspheme. The true and living God. Saint Peter says. Second Peter two, But these men blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They are like a brute beast. Creatures of instinct. Born only to be caught and destroyed like the beasts. They too will perish blasphemers practice anti-social behavior hell will be full of blasphemers number six disobedient to parents go you sin it is one of the ten commandments that children honor and obey parents a son who refuses to honor and obey parents was put to death in the old testament theocracy you see how serious it is and you father and mother you think it is nothing one who refuses to obey parents, dishonor and mock a God who gave this commandment. In Titus we are told about children of pastors, an elder must be blameless, the husband of but one wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. How about your children? What happened to them? Cursed! Is the disobedient son or daughter blessed by God. Is the son or daughter who obeys parents. Blessed especially with eternal salvation. In Luke 2 we read about Jesus. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men in that order. A godly son and daughter will be like Jesus. Number seven, unthankful. Our car is toy. All children of Adam are children of the devil. They are little devils devil never says thanks to God who created him. So all children of the devil. So Romans 1 verse 21 for although they knew God they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. Nature of every unbeliever. They curse God when things don't go the way they want. They never thank God for the blessing they receive daily. Health, food, home, parents, peace. They demand parents be their servants. They demand parents to provide all things they like to enjoy. They never truly say thank you. God in his mercy provide even for the ungrateful. We are told in Luke 6 and verse 35 number 8 unholy, God is holy God says be holy for I am holy we are to be like God we are to be obedient to his commands we are to know the scripture and believe the gospel but most people receive God's gifts but reject the giver of all gifts unholy people are wicked who delights in violating God's laws You get great pleasure to say no to God. Thou shalt not commit adultery, the Bible says, and you say, I will commit adultery. What are you going to do about it? Great happiness comes from the pit and engulfs them as they sin. They behave as sons of the devil Jesus said, John 8, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. Every son of Adam is son of the devil until God saves that person through regeneration. Number nine, without natural affection, astorgoi. By nature, animals care for their family. Parents love their children and vice versa. But in this country, mothers kill their children in the womb. Children fail to take care of their parents in their old age. Listen, friends, if abortion is here, euthanasia is not far behind. We have abandoned the Bible and the God of the Bible. Number 10, unforgiving upon die. Friends, miracle of miracles is this that God forgives sins based on the truth that Christ died for our sins and was raised for our justification. Psalm 32 says, blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed, blessed, blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Blessed, blessed, blessed. It doesn't say blessed are the rich. In fact, we read in Luke 6, woe to the rich and blessed are the poor. God commands us to forgive those who sinned against us. Look at Matthew 6, 14 and 15. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. There are people on their deathbed when the issue of forgiveness is brought, they refuse to forgive and die and go to hell. Listen, sir, a person who refuses to forgive is a child of the devil. Number 11 slanderers in Greek diaboloi, little devils. Those who become apostate and go away from Christ's holy church, they become little devils, slandering Christ and His holy church. They falsely accuse Jesus of crimes He never committed. They crucified Him. The apostates are little devils who falsely accuse God's people. They use internet to slander God's Orthodox Church. Paul was in danger also from false brothers. Judas was chosen as an apostle, yet the devil entered him, and he betrayed Jesus, and he killed himself. Those who slander God's holy people will be destroyed. Did you hear that, sir? Pay attention. They will experience the same destiny of the devil. They especially slander pastors who are faithful in preaching the word. The devil and the little devils cannot endure Christ and his truth. The word exhorts us not to become like devils. Read 1 Timothy 3:11. Deacons, wives, don't be little devils. Titus 2, 3. Older women in the church, don't be little devils. Number 12: without self-control. Akratis. Without self-control means incontinent. You know, they stink, they have diarrhea, they cannot control it. So they sit, but their diarrhea takes place and stinks up the whole place. Incontinent. Self-control is a fruit of the spirit. They cannot say not to sin. That is why they go out of God's church to sin continually. They have no Holy Ghost power because they are without Holy Ghost. These people have total lack of restraint. They are antinomians. They are religious phonies. Their delight is in sinning, not in the law of the Lord. They cannot hear and do the will of God. A pastor is to be self-controlled; that is, Holy Spirit-controlled and empowered. Not only pastors, but every true believer must have self-control. Second Peter one six: Add to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and so on. Thus, make your calling and election sure. Friends, without self-control means such people, like the prodigal son, plunge into wild living of dissipation. First Peter four: four they think it's strange that you do not plunge with them in the same flood of dissipation, and they heap abuse on you. Joseph exercised self-control and refused to commit the wicked thing. Joseph knew God was with him. Daniel and his friends exercised self-control in Babylon honoring the God of Israel. Above all Jesus exercised self-control. The fruit of the spirit and refused to yield to Satan's temptation. Every true believer can experience self-control when filled with the Holy Spirit. Number 13. Brutal. I name a Roy. Apostate people are like wild animals. That's what it means. Wild animals. That kill and destroy. They are wild. They are savages. They are like legion demon man. Wild, naked, restless, uncontrollable and destructive. When Jesus saved him... He sat down, he was clothed and in his right mind he listened to Jesus and obeyed him. Brutes! In Jude verse 10, Yet these men speak abusively against whatever they do not understand and what things they do understand by instinct like unreasoning animals. These are the very things that destroy them number 14 not lovers of good a Christian is to be a lover of the good Titus 1.8 the apostate hates what is good and loves what is evil Jesus said to the rich young ruler no one is good except God alone Jesus is good because he is God everything he did was good he come to do the will of God. The first good thing a sinner must do is to repent and believe in Jesus Christ by Holy Spirit's power. And live to serve Jesus obeying his commands in the Holy Bible. But the wicked hates good and loves evil. He is a pervert. A pervert, Isaiah 5, 20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. And who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet. Everything is twisted and perverted. And they like it. My people love it so. First Corinthians 6, Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy or drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that's what some of you were, but thank God you were washed. You were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of our God. Thank God for salvation. The wicked are always evil, and also inventing new evil to do it. Romans 1 verse 30. Number 15. Traitors, prodotti, covenant breakers. They confess Jesus is Lord which is a covenant agreement with the Lord of the universe. Yet they in due time violate this covenant agreement by living a sinful life. When one marries, one agrees in the presence of God to keep the marriage covenant until death. Yet they break that covenant by sinning and by divorce. People agreed to bring up godly children and yet they failed to do what they vowed. Christian people enter into business agreement, yet they violate the terms of the covenant. Psalm fifteen, verse four, who keeps his oath even when it hurts. Look at Luke six verse sixteen. Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. When God promises, He keeps Sir His promise. He is truth; He cannot lie. Second Corinthians one twenty four. No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And be a Christian, Sir. Don't break covenant oath vow made before god number 16 reckless propeptes one who fall headlong that's the greek one who refuses to be mindful of god's eternal infallible word they are those who are governed by feelings those who suffer from emotional incontinence They cannot say it is written to justify what they do or what they do not do. These people have nothing to do with the scriptures. They are apostates. Their philosophy is. You want me to tell you, sir, what the philosophy is? Listen. It's an old saying of mine. I want to do what I want to do, how I want to do, when I want to do. Who are you, Pastor, to tell me what to do? I'm autonomous these people are hot headed impetuous and their life is a disaster analyze their life it's a disaster Adam and Eve were thoughtless of God's word and they obeyed the lie of the devil and they died and all their descendants died also as God declared they would thoughtless every sin is thoughtless you don't think about God and his word Thoughtless. Number seventeen, swollen with self-esteem. Tetu for In Greek means that person is full of smoke, full of life. And that's his condition, blind. Such a person is blind and cannot see reality. Such a person rejects the claims of Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus healed a blind man, and he believed in Jesus and worshipped him. But the Pharisees refused to believe in Jesus. They said, we know this man that is Jesus. He is a sinner, pervert, you see. They were full of smoke, Jesus said about them. For judgment I have come to this world. John 9. So that the blind will see. And those who see will become blind. The Pharisees were blind. He is full of smoke. Not full of light. He is blind. And he understands nothing. And yet he makes judgments. About everything. You see we have the mind of Christ. And we make judgments of all things and number 18 lovers of pleasure the word is philodonoi means hedonist lovers of themselves become lovers of pleasure of sin these people love every form of pleasure they worship pleasure Luke eight fourteen, the seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear the word but as they go on their way they are choked By life's worries, riches and pleasures and they do not mature, eventually they make their way out to sin. You look at your own children, where did they go? What are they doing? Sinning. They call you on the phone, give me more money. And stupid people give them money. I don't, because money is God's. I will not give it to you so you can sin. Money belongs to, not to me. What do you have that you did not receive? Hebrews 11.25 speaking about Moses he chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short while the choice is between pleasures of sin for a short while and eternal pleasures which God gives to his people read Psalm 16.11 the wicked chooses the former pleasures of sin the wicked chooses all sorts of pleasures, they are addicted the wicked chooses all sorts of pleasures in this life number 19, not lovers of God, that is not lovers of Jesus Christ true pleasure is to know God and serve God in this life and the life to come the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, Jesus said my food is to do the will of God and to finish it pleasures of sin is a delusion resulting in misery and despair. Jesus Christ came into the world to make us truly happy. Jesus said come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Rest, rest, rest you cannot find. In fornication, in cheating, in adultery, in idolatry, you cannot find it, sir. Psalm 73, the man says, Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Philippians 3 8, Paul says, What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them filth, that I may gain Christ. You understand all that, sir? Number 20, having an appearance of godliness. Godliness is to be like Jesus. Worldliness is to be like the world, which is being like the devil, who is the God of this world. These apostates are members of the church. They are churchgoers, that is the outward form. They want to deceive people with their pretensions that they are godly, like Korah, Achan, Judas, Demas. They are wolves in sheep's clothing everything about them is a show they are hypocrites they are Pharisees who have no need of a heaven sent Messiah to save them they trust in their own filthy rag of good works Titus 1 16 they claim to know God but by their actions they deny him they are detestable disobedient and unfit for doing anything good Jesus said, Woe to you, teachers of the law, Pharisees, hypocrites! You clean outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and self indulgence. Woe to you, teachers of the law, Pharisees, hypocrites! You are like the whitewashed tombs which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead man's bones. You stink inside. Jesus said you shall know them by their fruit. Number 21 having denied the power thereof true faith in the gospel always leads to godliness. Titus 1.1 1, 1, the hypocrites have denied they rejected the power of godliness which is the Holy Spirit. If God saves us, he calls us to live a holy life. Holy Spirit regenerates us and enables us to live by repentance and faith. Holy Spirit indwells us, enlightening and empowering us to love Jesus by doing his will with joy. An unholy Christian is a hypocrite and a child of the devil. The devil who has taken him captive to do his will, he is like the legion demon man. Finally, St. Paul commands Timothy and all pastors and true believers to have nothing to do with such apostates. Who turn away from the gospel of Jesus? They do not repent. They are rejected by God. They have turned to follow Satan. They are to be handed over to Satan. They must be put out of the church. Bad company, what, sir? Corrupts good manners. Titus 3. But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies. Warn a divisive person once and then warn him a second time. After that have nothing to do with him. You may be sure that such a man is warped, twisted and sinful. He is self condemned. I didn't condemn. Self condemned. It is impossible to bring them back to repentance. Hebrews 6. Let me tell you, such a people, here it is. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? He has treated as an unholy thing, the blood of the covenant that sanctified him and who has insulted the Spirit of grace. And then it's a dreadful thing to fall into the hand of the living God. Friends, so let us make our calling and election sure by hearing and doing the will of God, by the grace of God, that we may hear from Jesus on the day of judgment, not depart from me, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels, but come you who are blessed by the Father, Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to live a life pleasing in your sight. That we may be a blessed people now and hereafter. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.